Welcome into the Train With The Best podcast. I'm Craig Hoffman. Chris Gores. And with us in the Zoom today, back together again, the OG trio of this podcast, Lorenzo Alexander right. is with us. It's like it's like a full house. It, the, the pod is back whole again, Zo. Yeah, I know, right? What's going on, fellas? It's been, it's been a minute. It's good to see you guys. And uh, yeah, glad to be back on with you as well. Uh, I, I admire the fact that you were like, let's do this at this time. So for the, the, the listening audience in delayed podcast land, uh, it is 843 Eastern time on Saturday morning. Zoe is in Arizona, yeah. so it is not even 6 a.m. yet. And you're just you're I think right. you're well, the most chipper of the three of us. Well, well I'm a full grown man. Um, so <laughs> when you're a full grown man, you, you typically wake up at you know, five o'clock. It just it just happens. I don't know how it happens, but it, it happens. So I made that transition, uh, you know, maybe a couple of years ago. So I, I'm up early as it is. And so this was very easy for me. You know, uh, just had to get everything ready. Had a little technical issues. I thought I was going to get my, my new mic out, but that didn't work. But other than that, man, this is an easy morning. Normally I'm up early reading or doing something in the, in the, uh, the yard or the garage before the kids get up. I do know what you mean, man. I don't even need an alarm clock no more, man, because at 6 a.m., I'm just up. I, I'm not up at 5 a.m. like you are. Maybe, maybe if I move out to Arizona. <laughs> I was about to say, I feel, like that, I feel like when you what? used to live on East Time and then you go West, it's a little easier to get up that early. Maybe. Yeah, and, I, and a lot of it is the sun is up, it's bright, it's shining. Oh, yeah. I mean, it hits my window, and that, that wakes me up immediately. Wait, so, I mean, that's probably half of it. The sun is already up where, where you are? The sun's already oh, yeah, up. Yeah. It's, it's, oh yeah, yeah. It's been up for forty-five minutes, easy. Oh wow, yeah, that's it, nuts. For, yeah. For me, it's definitely like when the sun is up. Mm-hmm. I'm up. Yeah, I same. Because I leave, I leave the windows open a little bit, so I don't even need an alarm clock anymore. But I, I do notice, like, if I go out to say Puerto Rico for vacation and the sun goes mm-hmm. down, I'm, I'm ready to sleep when the sun sleep, goes down. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right? It's time to go to bed. <laughs> Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico is like. Puerto Rico is way east of D.C., uh, but it's in the same time zone. So it gets dark maybe like an hour and a half, two hours before it gets dark here. So I remember being on vacay like, man, I'm tired. And <laughs> like 8.30 at night, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm going to bed at night. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. That's it. how I feel when we walk into those restaurants with them dim lights. It's time to go to bed. So, yeah, <laughs> I, I understand that feeling. I understand those feelings. Next time we're all together, we're looking for a restaurant. It's like, hey, uh, are you guys well lit? <laughs> yep <laughs> we're, we're old and we need we need to be awake uh so the reason we have zoe on is not to talk about sunlight uh however much fun that is uh it is to talk about a new program that we are offering through train heroic uh in conjunction with zoe and that is for off-season programming for high school and college football players and um i think this is really cool this is something that you guys started uh to talk about and, and really started the, the wheels on and then brought me in and trained with the best officially in uh to to put it all together but it is going to be an amazing resource for a group of kids who may not have the access because at this point youth sports is like out of control and we actually talked about this chris within the last month i feel like that like the, the money that kids spend on or parents spend yeah. on their kids training is in some cases just outrageous. And that creates such yeah. a disadvantage if you don't have access to those resources, whether through your pure geography, if you're not near uh, an elite level training facility or obviously financially uh, the, the resources available to spend on those things. So, uh, so why did you, I'm guessing that that's the biggest reason why you wanted to do this. And then, and then how did you approach it? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's part of it. I mean, Chris, I think, approached me. It might have been even during, like, the middle of the pandemic. He had asked me about doing something like that. And obviously, I was, you know, on board about putting something together. But, I, you know, I grew up pretty much, you know, for the kids that we're trying to serve, that was me at one point in time in my life where my mom couldn't afford elite training, um, uh, nor did I live near uh, anyone that was, you know, offering it um, when I was a youngster. So it, it really wasn't until I was in high school, which this program is going to be designed for, where I actually had my guy Thomas Weatherspoon train me for free. I had another guy uh, help me out too, John Bellano. And, and when I was around those guys, it really helped me take my training to another level. Um, and I became a, a better player for it, which hence uh, allowed me to earn a scholarship. And it changed my life, you know, forever to have that, 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 that uh, college degree. And so if we can help kids in one area of their life to help them achieve their dreams, that's what I'm all about. And I actually live in a, you know, a very affluent area. And I even find it hard. Like I could probably charge a kid you know, $150 because their parents have it. Right. But it's like, man, I don't really want to do that. It's not, right. it's, not, it's not about that. It's about helping them and, and giving them a resource to train and even have their parents learn, okay, maybe you can do this and spend time with your kids. And so if we can provide that to families, especially those that are uh, from low economic homes, those that don't necessarily have uh, the equipment or the resources to go somewhere and learn from someone, um, definitely want to be a part of, of that development process, you know, through Train With The Best and our partnership um, with Train Heroic. Chris? Yeah, I mean, Zoe hit it on the head. I mean, I also grew up in, in a similar fashion. My parents were never going to be able to afford the rates that I charge now. And, and you know, I, I also feel the same way about charging a kid $150 per session where it's like I I, I actually set that price to discourage people from paying that right like i was like <laughs> hey i'm gonna i'm gonna set my prices so high that nobody does this and they take advantage of all the other options that we that we offer and come in and do some of our group training and this and that and then people started paying those prices and i was like oh my god this is crazy like why are you guys paying me this much money but it does allow us to take that and say okay for the people who can't afford it they pay that for the people who can't afford it here are some of the other options that we do offer, whether it be online training and some guidance where you have some information that you might not have uh, access to uh, on your own. And coming from a guy like Lorenzo with his credibility, you know, it was for me a no brainer. And when we started doing the train heroic stuff, I approached Zoe and I was like, hey, if this is something that you ever want to do, I definitely want to do this with you because. You're my guy, first of all, uh, and then and then second of all, I think that we can make a huge impact on uh, on a lot of kids' lives with the story that you have to tell, not just as a, a player in your career, but as a person in the way that you grew through all this and the way that Zoe changed his body um, when he first came into the league into you know playing a defensive line position and then taking his hand off the ground and playing some safety even right. So um, <laughs> right. so yeah, I think it's it, it's a uh, it's a way for us to, to, again, reach out to a lot of kids, do the things that we want to do in developing their lives, not just as athletes, but as people. Yeah. Um, and then, and there's more of that story to tell. I think this is just kind of the, the first phase of that because there's so much more yeah. that, that goes into the development of a person, right? We're just talking about the physical stuff of it right now, but you right. know, Zoe and I always talk about the mental side, the spiritual side, everything that, everything else that goes along with who we are as men, who we are as people that will eventually come 
with this. Right. And that, and that was something else that, I, you know, hopefully this can develop into what you're talking about, because as much as we talk about here's a program, a resource, if you don't necessarily know, uh, you know, how to work through it, obviously we had the videos with it. But from a mental standpoint, like yesterday, right, I ran those those four <laughs> 300s, right? Right. So three and a half. A according to the text get, message a kid is going to get hit with how I felt yesterday. Right. They don't get hit <laughs> with how I felt like. The program isn't hard, like looking at it, but uh, especially if you don't know, the worst thing in life is once you do know how hard something is, right? I talked to London Fletcher and he said like, yeah, those championships that we won or the first one we won was easy because we were all young and we didn't even know what we were doing. That next year, and this is back in like 2001 and 2000 when he's with um, the Rams, Rams. the next one was a lot harder because we knew what it took to put into it. And the same thing with those 300 yard or those 300 yard shutters for me. I'm out there. I, I I already know how hard it is, but it hit my body. I, I was on the ground, right? I sent you the tape. I even posted. <laughs> I'm on the ground, man. I was hurt, hurt. Ting. I, I don't think I've ever ran four 300 yard shuttles. But hey, we're doing a program. I gotta see what it feels like before I tell somebody else to do it. So uh, the hard part is, is now it's gonna be next Friday. I know I have 400 yard shuttles, and I know what it did to me last Friday, right? And so most people. They get through that initial workout, but they're like, man, I ain't doing that ever again because I didn't like the way that felt. And so being able to push through it, and to your point, talking about that mental aspect, the spiritual aspect, and what it, and trying to tell people what they have in store for them on the other side would be um, something great that we can incorporate to this. And maybe even train heroic as they continue to develop. You're able to have those videos where you can upload, you know, for a quick inspirational 60 second things so you can get kids get people engaged from a mental aspect and the spiritual aspect too because that's just as important if not more important than actually doing the workout that that we put together the train with the best podcast is brought to you by super coffee a drink so good that it makes you wonder when you take your first sip is this actually good for me answer is yes 10 grams of protein 80 calories per bottle and you are set to go with zero sugar and it Tastes like something that has, I don't know, like 52 grams of sugar, 370 calories. That's what a Starbucks Frappuccino has. So like, let's dump the Frappuccino and let's shift over to super coffee. And if you're like me and you recently discovered that you're lactose intolerant, you don't have to give up super coffee. For years, I've been telling you guys that I love the original flavors, and that's still true. Like from a flavor standpoint, I love the mocha. I love the hazelnut. Those are probably my two favorites, the vanilla. Those are probably my three favorites, and they're three of the four original flavors that they had. Unfortunately, they're made with whey protein, and that is not good for your boy. So what I've done recently is started shifting to the coconut mocha and the French vanilla, the dairy-free flavors, and it's much better for me. They're still delicious and they still have protein and they still have MCTs and it's amazing. And you can get them for 25% off just like you can every other super product. It's 25% off your entire first purchase at drinksupercoffee.com if you use the code TWTB. You can also check it out nationwide in over 25,000 stores like Target, Whole Foods, Walmart, Kroger, and CVS. But the only way to get that 25% off is to go to drinksupercoffee.com slash TWTB. And it comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee, meaning if you don't love it, you get your money back. No questions asked. The Trevor of the Best podcast is brought to you by Momentus. Last couple of weeks, I've told you about the brand new recovery protein that has just launched. Well, there's even more good stuff coming from Momentus. Launching this week, the Essential Multivitamin. Now, multivitamin isn't 
necessarily something that you need, but it's basically impossible in a modern American diet and in any diet to get every single macro and especially we're talking about this multivitamin micronutrient that you need. So daily supplementation becomes a best practice, even if it's not essential, if you will. Now, what makes the momentous multivitamin the one you need to get? Very simply, chelated minerals. The mineral form is optimal for absorption and helps reduce nausea, sometimes associated with multivitamins. So if you take one in the past and you're like, that was not good for me, try this one out. It'll probably go much better. Natural state ingredients. And by the way, they haven't taken any shortcuts to the point that it's a four pill serving size. It typically take two in the morning, two at night, let's say, because they did not want to take shortcuts just to be like, oh, look, it's a cute little gummy. And that actually doesn't have the effect that you want. Because Momentus is serious. That's why every single product they make is NSF certified for sport. And you can get all of these products at livemomentus.com. Use the code TRAINWITHTHEBEST25 for 25% off your first order on a subscription. And it's 15% off all the concurrent ones. So you just set it up once and you're getting a discount from now until forever. That's livemomentus.com. The code TRAINWITHTHEBEST25. Because if you're going to train with the best, you better recover with the best. And that's why we choose Momentus. The Train With The Best podcast is brought to you by True Socks. Now, if you want to see True Socks in action... The video is in. You heard us talk about True Socks in episode 160 with Jim Cherneski, who, you know, created them. Then the next episode, we talked a little bit about this workout we did with a bunch of fit pros in DC. And for that workout, we all wore True Socks. And while it couldn't help us dying while Chris kicked our ass, at least we weren't slipping in the process. The grip that we had, the ability to cut without our foot sliding in our shoe or our foot sliding in our sock, it's what makes True Socks a must-have for any athlete. And if you want to check the video, check our Instagram, at trainwiththebest21 for the video evidence. You can get your True Socks for 20% off using the code TWTB, as in Train With The Best, TWTB, at true.online, that's T-R-U dot online, or follow them on Instagram for the link, at official true socks. Proud to partner with them at the Train With The Best podcast. Use our code TWTB for 20% off. This week on Catch the Spirit, we celebrate pride with the one and only rainbow warrior herself, Joanna Loman, the only player in Spirit franchise history with her number retired and one of the leading advocates in sports for LGBTQ rights. So we talked to her during Pride Month, during Pride Weekend here in D.C. about her advocacy over the years and her own personal journey. It was a really fascinating conversation about her new book as well. So make sure you check it out. Catch the Spirit, available anywhere you get your podcasts. I think it's more challenging for you, Zoe. To be honest with you, like, cause because you're you're doing these four three hundreds, and, and just to explain to everybody out there, and you'll see this on the program when you guys download this at Train Heroic on the Train Heroic app. But when you do this, um, it's it's twenty five yards out and back six times in a row, right? That's the the shuttle time, and and it's I think I put on there some reasonable times. I didn't I didn't put on there NFL yeah. times, but I put on there reasonable times for a high school athlete that you should strive for. It's not easy, but it's reasonably hard, right? So 60 seconds for the wide receivers and DBs, 65 seconds for your tight ends, linebackers, running backs, QBs. O-line, D-line is going gonna, is gonna to finish in 70 seconds with obviously the rest in yep. between. So you've got four sets of that. And when you're working for something, 
it's it's a little bit easier because like for these guys they're like oh I'm I'm trying to get more playing time I'm trying to go from somebody who's playing a little bit to playing a lot I'm just going somebody who's playing a lot to being all county all state all America D three D two D one whatever right you're done so it's it's hard <laughs> it's hard for you to be like yo what am I doing this for right like you're yeah, on two of these right. and you're like oh what what I, am I, I, I thought about that I did yeah, think about that yeah, you exactly. know but I, I'm and I'm done playing ball, but I'm not done impacting lives. And so right, that's kind of, of my mentality when I'm out here doing it. You know, yeah. like I said, I don't want to tell somebody to do something that I haven't actually felt. Now, whether or not I can do it or not is something different. But right. I want to at least say, hey, this is what it feels like. Yeah. Hey, this is what you're going well, to have to put your mindset in, right? Because I've done it before, but hey, this is what you're going to have to do. And just trying to encourage them through that process. You kind of got to so, just embrace the fact that it feels horrible because that's the point. Like for yeah. you, that's the entire point. <laughs> right, it's just like, this right. feels horrible. This is yeah. it. There's no other reward. I don't get extra playing time. I don't get another contract. It's just like you have to tell someone else, right. this is horrible. When I saw that video yeah. you sent me, Zoe, it reminded me of the first The first time we did 500s on the rower. We were still at Brambleton. Remember, we did that oh, rowing yeah. workout. And I, yeah. threw, I threw you through that and... Literally like an hour after the workout, I walked out outside because I went to go grab lunch. An hour after the workout was over, Zoe was still in his car, just like passed out. Like, I don't know if yeah, I can do it. Yeah, it's only like a right. mile drive away yeah. from, to his house, but he was just sitting in the car like, I can't do He's it. Chilling, I can't man. move. I, can't. <laughs> I gotta recover. <laughs> That's what it reminded me of, man. But so have it, man. You gotta stop sweating. You know, even I did post a video after, man. You still sweating, yep. your body's in shock, central nervous yep. system all over the place. And I then know. it's humid, especially out there. Yep. You just dripping. I mean, I gotta cool off before I even go anywhere. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so prepare people for that, right? So like there's gonna be a part of this program that is going to challenge you. And I think we had your boy Derek Carr. Uh, I forget what episode it was, but Derek Carr came on here yeah. and talked about that moment at the bottom of the squat rack where it's like, hey, what are you going to do, right? You're yeah. going to get there in the middle of these 300s. You're going to do the first one and be like, all right, that was cool. You're going to do the second one. You're going to be like, ooh, I got two more of these. You're going to do the third one, and you're going to be like, I don't know if I can move, right? right? Where do you go when you get into that phase and it's like sink or swim time, right? Where where do you go mentally? What is it that you think about that's, that pushes you through? Well, for me, I think because I've been on that other side, like initially, you know, most people just think that I've been this this ultra competitive uh, work hard type dude. Uh, but initially it was putting myself around other people that were great like that, especially my Uncle Steve. Um, if anybody's ever met my Uncle Steve, if anybody's listened to this podcast and you've played for him or you've seen him coach or you've coached with him, you know what I'm talking about as far as this type of guy that is going to push you past your limits no matter how you think you feel. I had to have that initially growing up somebody to show me uh or or, or force me in a lot of ways to push past uh my limits or what i thought were my limits into this next zone and so for that it was it was more about just um having a mental ability to to push through the pain and actually enjoy it at times as well and so for me i just go through now i just know where i'm going to be at so it, it's not as hard and i think what you started off with like i know it's going to help me um, have that foundation as far as, you know, being dominant on the field, right? Being accountable to my teammates, being, being able to out, outstand guys in the fourth quarter because I have this, um, this foundation that I've created and put in the work so that I can go out there and then not think about what I'm doing once I hit the field um, and, and playing. And then, you know, my teammates, people are counting on me 
Right. Um, a lot of times you're training, doing a workout together with someone. Obviously, I was out there by myself, which makes it that much harder. Yep. And there I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm praying. I'm thinking to myself, yep. do I want to do this. OK, what? OK, where am I going? Is it worth it? Yes, it is. You know, so you have those conversations. I don't care if you are yep. <laughs> all pro or, yep. <laughs> you know, you just getting started. You have all these conversations and, and it's all about which side are you going to allow to win? Which side are you going to feed? Right. And you can't serve two masters. Either you're going to quit or you want to push through and pushing through doesn't mean that like yesterday, I, you know, sometimes you have to make amendments or ch- little tweaks or changes sure. before you get to where you actually want to be at because it's uh, 400s and I haven't been really running distance at all. I've been more sprint work was really hard. So my third set yesterday, I ran uh, a 150, you know, I took 30 seconds of extra rest, ran a 150 and then I got that another two minutes and then I finished it off with the, the last uh, 300 yard hurdle or 300 yard shuttle. And so, um, but I'm obviously old. I, I have experience with this. I can do this, but that's where I go. I talk to myself where I'm going to do. Can I get through this? I'm going to try. I'm going to at least put myself out there in that position to, to fail, which is okay. I think a lot of yeah. people don't want to fail. A lot of people don't want to look silly, especially in social media world. And that's why I posted that video because somebody that played as long as I did and, and, and is, I'm in solid shape, I'm still going to fail if, it, if there's something that's out there, like, like right. four 300-yard shuttles. And it's right. okay to look silly. Right. You have to be confident as far as who you are and knowing where you're going to go. Because I know next week it ain't going to look like that. It ain't going to look as bad. I'm going to post that. Right. And then the third <laughs> week, if we're still doing them, I'm going to be standing up talking trash to the camera. Like That's right. <laughs> the two weeks ago didn't even happen. Right. I'm dominating exactly. you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. that's kind of where I go because I know where where the work is going to put me. And I know the success that I'm going to have from putting that work in. And that's what I think about. That's perfect. I mean, for me, like what I think about when I'm going through a hard workout like that is like, I know that I can do anything. I just got to get to four reps left. If I can get to four reps left, I know that I can push through the last four reps through, through anything. So if I'm looking yeah. at workouts, like if, it, like if I'm looking at a workout and I see four reps, I'm like, cool, we're golden. If I look at a workout and I say, oh my God, there's like 16 reps. I'm like, all right, get me to 12. I'll get through the right. last four. Because for me, <laughs> you, you hit it a little bit. You said like, you're working for your teammates and all that other stuff. I always think about for me, it was always who I was working for, right? Like for somebody like MJ or Kobe or somebody like that, they always, it's well documented. They always thought about the people who doubted them and all the other stuff. And that worked for them. Mm. That was great for me. It was always right. who right. I working for. I got four kids. So I know if I get to four yeah. reps left, I got one rep for each of my kids. There's no way I'm not right. going to finish that. You know what I mean? So I'm just thinking, right. all right, yeah. this one's for Mila. This one's Marcelo. This one's DJs. This one's Breeze. And then I'm done. So that's where I go mentally. Um, and then j- the other thing that you touched on, which I, I do want to warn people about this program, is it is going to challenge you. It doesn't. It, you're not going to finish everything perfectly. And that's okay right. because it is okay to fail and and see kind of how you progress through the through the workout, right? If if I put yeah. if we put if we wanted to, we could put something out there that was really easy and everybody's gonna get through it and feel great about themselves. But we're gonna push you in this workout. So uh don't feel bad if if you come up a little bit short because it was probably meant for you to come up a little bit short so that you know yeah. where where you have to go to meet the standard, right? Right. Yeah, right. I mean, my foundation, we have, you know, every child is a diamond. And the only way a diamond is created is under pressure. Right. And so if you don't if you're not feeling pressure or tension in your life, you're probably going to stay very stagnant. That's just what we do just naturally as people. Right. You know, we have success or we're comfortable. We kind of just stay the same. And so 
you have to sometimes artificially create those things. And like this program that we've put together, it's going to apply some pressure to your athleticism, to who you are, you know, character wise. And if you can push through that, you become a better version of yourself. And I think that's just a good, I think, principle to have in anything you do. You never want to go the easy route. You never want to be water and flow the easy route because you never really change and evolve and become a better version of yourself. So then you can impact other people, whether it's the way you play so you can help your team win you know, maybe somebody else sees you the way you're working and you're pushing through it and they know it's hard too. that you can inspire people to be great as well. It's just so many things when you put yourself in an adverse situation and you push through it and so much great comes for not only yourself, but other people that are around you as well. Right. Yeah, without question. And the other thing too is like, it, if you don't finish something week one, like you were saying, Zoe, like that's a growth opportunity, right? The, the goal is yep. to get there. If you're falling up short every week, if you're by week three, if you can't do the stuff that you were supposed to, you know, that you were assigned week one, that it was like, okay, maybe you couldn't get it week one. That's a different conversation, but the, the opportunity for growth to push yourself to ultimately get to that goal, it's rewarding. Uh, not to mention you're, you know, on, on the baseline level, like it's actually getting you ready. Like these weren't numbers we made up just to challenge you. It's, it's the threshold that you really need to be able to complete, to be able to compete on the level that, that the players that we're talking about are designed to compete at. Right. And I think that's great too. It's not like this old school mentality where, you know, you're a lineman. I want you to run a, um, uh, let me see, like a, a 55 second 400, right? That's, that's like almost impossible. And it's way out there. You're not even yeah. it's something that's not really even achievable. Right. And so right. that's why, you know, I even wanted to partner with, with Chris and you guys as it is, because I know the plan it, it is thoughtfully put together. Right strategically put together incremental growth so that we're building building you yes we're going to put some places in that that's going to be hard and really challenging but we're also building you up as we go through it and building your confidence because that's a part of it too that you have some successes through these adverse moments so that you gain confidence you understand what that process looks like and so when you step on that field you're confident and not having been just failure 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 but through those failures, you've found some times that you've succeeded, you've grown, you've gotten stronger, you've gotten faster, you're mentally tough now. And then you can go and, and, and put all those characteristics on the field as you play and should help you become a better player um, um, out there on the football field, basketball court, or, or whatever other sport that you may be playing. Yeah. And, and for me, um, it'll also make you a better teammate, right? It'll definitely make you a better competitor because – you already know what that's like. You you know what it's like to sit there on the line and think, oh, my God, I got one more of these. How am I where am I going to find it from? Right. Whereas, you know, you're you're looking at your opponents and they're they're just now learning what that moment is like. Whereas you've been there. You've you've seen this right. movie before. You know what to do. You know what this is supposed to feel like. Right. And because you know what that's supposed to feel like, you can also now help your teammates go through those moments as well. And I think that's that's part of. Um, going through your trials and tribulations and going through your failures and learning about it yourself is now you have that experience that you can share because everybody else is going to go through that too. Whether it's on the field or off the field, going through, going through something stressful in your life, you know, you got to find it from somewhere. And if you can do it and you can push yourself through it, then you can help guide others through it as well. Yeah. The harder something is that you go through together, the, the stronger the bond that you create with the with the people you go through it with as well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why sports is the ultimate developer. Cause you, you, you're artificially creating these mm-hmm. adverse points 
pretty much every single day. You know, whether you're training, playing a game, you're always in opposition of something and trying to overcome it. And that's why you see some of the greatest people, whether it's in business, doctors, or probably a lot of times are like former student athletes because they've been put in these adverse situations and have just created a better version of themselves much more quickly. So, yeah, yeah I, I agree with all those points. that you. Yeah, one thing I did discussing. want to touch on that, especially because I, I hear what you're saying. So, I, I, like, I feel like sports is the ultimate in, in teaching life lessons because there's just things that you learn on, on the pursuit of excellence that – it's it's really hard to learn in other things, and and I know I, you you can get it from anything. You can get it from pursuing whatever craft that you want. It could be music, it could be whatever, right? But I I think that it, it almost gets diluted in sports nowadays because everybody wants to go straight into the life lessons. Um, and, and I see that in sports. And, and what's not going to happen in this program is yes, we're going to teach you the life lessons, but the life lessons come through the pursuit of excellence, right? Like if you're not pursuing this standard right. of yeah. excellence, then you're cheapening those lessons. And I see that so many times. Like these coaches come out and they have the right intentions and they want to teach all the life lessons that we're talking about here how to deal with failure, how to be a better communicator, all that other stuff. But all of that stuff comes naturally if you just say, hey, here's the standard, go meet the standard. Then you're going to find out a lot about yourself. And I feel right. like. There's so many programs out there that talk about, hey, we're going to build up leadership and they try to do it the other way around. And I feel like, no, like if you just say this is the standard, meet the standard, the lessons come through your journey, not through teaching the journey. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You definitely got to do yeah. the work at the end of the day. You can't, you yeah. can't just talk about it. You have to and, – and this is how I try to coach as it is anyway. Obviously, you know – I like to use genuine, authentic uh, situations to, to reinforce what you're talking about. So, yeah, you put them through the workout, something happens right. or occurs through the workout, or you see people rise up or fall and they kind of fall. And then you speak to that person or that group uh, based on what yep. you've seen, right? Kind of like how you train somebody, right? You put them through a, a generic workout, okay, they're a great athlete movement, but they're a little weak over here. And then you design a program to then work on those things. And that's kind of what I really like about um, sports in that aspect when we talk about character, where I can see it. Okay, it's going to bring it out of you. That's who you are. Okay, now we can start talking about the life lessons based on what, what it's seen versus the right. other way around what you're talking about. Let me just give you a, a blanket yep. statement and, and really don't have anything to go off of it. So, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's no the doubt. best way. If you I try think to reverse engineer all well. that, it's going to be phony. It's going to be fake, and people will see right through it. Uh, my favorite saying that I've yeah. ever heard on this is so yeah. simple. Um, Sean McVay it, it always says the standard is the standard. And it's just like it's such a duh statement, yeah. but it, it puts it mm -hmm. in a way that is easily accessible and is, it's non-negotiable. Like this is the standard. You have to meet it. And if not, then you don't work here anymore um, or you're not going to have your, your role anymore, whatever yeah. it may be, sure. however it applies. But the standard is the standard and, and that non-negotiable um, yep. standard is how you push people and you find out those things about their character and you teach the life lessons along the way uh, because it is yeah. non-negotiable. Right. And the standard here is that just to make yeah, it clear, the standard that. here is for you to find the best version of yourself. The best version of yourself should always be the standard. The standard here is not to make everybody an NFL player. If you guys think that you're going to be an NFL player because you downloaded <laughs> right. this program, this should be a probably pretty expensive program, right? But it's not. It's it's a program to help you find that standard, which is the best version of yourself, and that's who you should always strive to be. 
Yeah. Speaking of. Yeah, no, yeah the program. I, I, I uh, you can search for it on Train Heroic. What do, what do we call this? What's our official title? What are people supposed to search for, Chris? I, I think we decided on the OMG series. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, OMG What's the, series. I thought about loaded, but you know, that would that would have been was the OMG series what you decided but, because yeah, that's OMG what you were saying series. after these or these 300s? You're like, "Oh my god." Yes. Oh my god. And I actually I said, "Chris said all the run, you know, is that all? That's all, you know, is that it?" I mean, I didn't see the 400, the 4 300. See, that's what also look through the program, you know. Get your mind right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, the first couple of days kind of lead you up, and then they, Zoe and then did they say, hit you. Is that you know? it? Is so, that yeah, enough? Prepare yourself. Like, yeah, so it's gonna be enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I missed the I missed the four three hundred yard shuttles. I didn't even see that. that wasn't even. I was like, and then I texted him later. And I said four. <laughs> yeah, high school high school runs. They they yeah. run in high school. Yeah. All right. No, I mean I mean that is just kind of true, right? Like that's high. No, no, it's a foundational High school, stage, especially yeah. college. Like, college strength and conditioning is way more intense than NFL strength and conditioning. Not in the sense that the standard is lower, but in a sense that, like, strength and conditioning coaches in college know that players are more disposable than they are in the pros, right? Like, in the pros, your strength and conditioning right. coach is going to be like, yeah, that's that, that guy over there gets paid. Twenty million dollars more than I do, so I'm not gonna like yell at him. Right. Whereas in college, the strength and conditioning coaches right. are making four hundred to five hundred thousand dollars a year, and the players are making nothing, so they can say whatever they want to the kids and be like, "No, you're gonna run." You know what right. I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, strength and conditioning yeah. on the college level is a little bit harder on the and then the in the NFL level. So I had to remind Zoe, like, you got to remember, like, what you did in the yeah. NFL was half of what you probably did when you were at Cal. so if you go to the train heroic marketplace search the omg series and it'll be there uh we'll post some links on all the social medias and everything as well uh so great to catch up man uh good to see you and hopefully uh we're doing this that this means we'll be talking a little bit more yeah appreciate you guys it sounds good man can't wait to catch up some more and and uh continue to provide some impactful uh resources to these young people